Welcome to Gene and Mike do the New York Times crossword. Hi, I'm Gene. And I'm Mike. And today we are doing the crossword for Friday, February 10th, 2023. So, on a day that is three days away from it being an unlucky Friday, the February the 13th, did you do the crossword? <laughs> I did. And was it lucky or were you lucky? Well, I don't know if I would call myself lucky, but I did do the crossword. Okay. So. Could be luck. Probably skill. <laughs> it was hard. I found it unbelievably difficult. Yeah. This was one of the hardest ones I've done in a long time. I, I think it's by some new crossword constructors. Uh-huh. And I, I just sort of... It felt like they were coming from a slightly different direction. Uh-huh. But at one point, I was sort of revealing, uh, I was going back and reviewing my uh, progress on this. Uh, listeners, you should know that every now and then on the harder crosswords of the week, I like to record stuff so I can go back and look. And at about the 51 minute mark, I had it all right except for one letter. Oh. I, I was doing this last night. Mm-hmm. And last night, 54 down, apt rhyme for pet. I could not think of the answer to that. Oh. And I decided perhaps it was net because you would capture a pet with a net. Oh. <laughs> I, I sort of in a Dr. Zeus mood. And then I thought maybe it was wet because you could have like a wet pet. I never got, I, I skipped right over, let's see, T-U-V-W. I skipped over vet. Uh-huh. And that was the only, because I was trying and having trouble in the uh, southwest corner. And I was one letter away. And it took me about another 50 minutes, oh 55 my. minutes, before I finally got my act together. Uh-huh. You would, would have done better just to go through the alphabet. I would have been better to go to bed. <laughs> and then, because I looked at, I, w- I woke up in the morning and I looked at it and I'm like, Rhyme with, you know, I was, I was trying to figure out, like, 49 down was key. I thought I had an answer for it, but I wasn't sure. I certainly didn't know 49 across the sign of affection in American Sign Language. Uh-huh. I didn't know 57 across the basketball player in purple and yellow, Laker. I mean, basically, it's, it's, it would take, it, I'd save time by saying what I knew in that corner, which was like nothing. Uh-huh. I, I did have 59 across cuts maybe was edits uh-huh. so i had edits i didn't believe laker and the one above that 53 across alternative to pino grigio soave uh-huh. or as i like to call it soan uh-huh. <laughs> because that's what happens when you put a net in there uh-huh. um, i didn't know any of that oh. and uh, again that 49 across i l y as the alter as the um Sign of affection mm-hmm. in in American Sign Language just blew me away. I was convinced it was L E L L because oh. that would be like you know the L of love. Uh huh. No, I love you. I L. Oh, you knew that? I didn't know it. Oh, no, okay. But when I I got it from the Downs, uh, and when I saw it, I thought, oh, I love you. That's the sign, you know, because it's got the. I and the L love you. Okay. It looks like a Y. Maybe we should put up a picture of this because this is a <laughs> yes, podcast. Nobody and not can a, see and not a, my hand. Not a video cast. <laughs> but I am making the I love you sign with your thumb out and your index finger pointed up like an L and then your little pinky is out. 
and then your two middle fingers are down on your palm. So it looks it looks like a bull about to hitch a ride. No, the bull you put your finger, your thumb, and your little finger. Wow! Like, like hook 'em horns. That's the Texas Longhorn symbol. Wow, you're just like <laughs> bilingual here. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> but you know, also in that corner, thirty-two down, crazy amount was crap load. Yes, <laughs> you know, I was as I was going through this, I thought. There are a lot of words here that I don't think I have ever seen in a crossword puzzle. Mm -hmm. And that was definitely one of them. Yeah. Crap load. <laughs> I've never I've never heard that term. Right. <laughs> Maybe because of the circles I go around in. We we tend not to say crap load. I well guess. it was it was clued as crazy amount. Yeah. And that's sort of amusing. I was thinking gabillion or right. you know, something like that, but Crap load. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, okay. And, and then next to it, a 33 down dish with soy sauce and mirin. Teriyaki. It looked like teriyaki, mm -hmm. but then I was thinking, I think teriyaki is the sauce and not the dish. Uh -huh. But I, ha I had like teri at one point mm -hmm. and I had an ending and an eye. And it's just like, it's got to be yaki. Uh -huh. But then my theory about 49 across, sign of affection in American Sign Language being ELL. Uh -huh. So I was like, maybe it's Terry Lucky. <laughs> I mean, I was just going through all. And then I was like, no, it's got to be teriyaki. Anyways, I eventually filled in that corner with vet. Uh -huh. And I still didn't get the happy music. And I'm like, and I looked up at the very top, uh, one across, which was anteroom. Right. Uh, crossed with one down, who reinvented the wheel in 1893, Ferris, but somehow that F had become a V. And I looked at it and it's like, an anteroom is a voyeur? What's a voyeur? <laughs> and and then I said, like, oh, it's foyer. And, and, and that's when I got the happy music. Okay. But I was convinced I was going to be starting today's episode bemoaning my the death of my streak. Oh, uh-huh. But... Did you, where did, okay, so I've been, I'm sorry, I've been monologuing here. Where did you um, run into difficulties, if oh, anywhere? all over, you know. First of all, I couldn't get anything. Well, I got, <laughs> I got foyer. I thought anteroom was yeah. probably foyer. Uh -huh. But then I couldn't get anything else up there, so I thought, well, maybe it's not foyer, so I took it out. And, and oh, you know, that's what then you I had do. nothing. I think the first one I got that I actually knew was 34 across. Astronaut Jemison. I knew that was May. See, they've had that so many times. Yeah. And uh -huh. I could not remember that. Oh, uh huh. I was just, uh -huh. I but, was mad at myself. But there, like I said, there were so many words here that I just have never seen like crap load. But then also slam dancers, 22 down, moshers in a mosh pit. They slam might have had that before. I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> and, um, um, five down, something simple done for pleasure, cheap thrill. No, right. And, um, I'm trying to think what yeah, other ones. I don't even know if well, I even like, um, oh. how about 14 across jumble of speech? Yeah, word salad. Boy, I, I didn't know that. I mean, I've heard that term, me too, but you know, it's not, not common in, you know, in my circle of, of, people I converse with, mm -hmm. you don't talk about word salad. So so there just were a lot of, it seemed like there were a lot of new words in here. 
which made which made it difficult and interesting. I, yeah. Oh, very interesting. Eighteen across subdivisions for families. Genera. Yeah. That's what's that like a generation or? I think I, well, I was thinking it was it was um, plural of genus. Well, I thought of genus, but I didn't know how I didn't know how you would say genuses. <laughs> You'd you say it is genera. genera? I, now I think it's actually Amenra, back from yesterday's <laughs> crossword and in disguise. Uh-huh. Amenra, master of of misspelling. Uh-huh. And and twenty nine across places where majors are of minor concern, party school. Yes, that was nice. That was that was a great clue. I, I ha- again a, a new word that I don't. I don't ever remember seeing a crossword. You know, I had enough of the crosses that it I was sort of like fitting in letters, just like, huh, is it really party schools? But I'm like, I guess so. Because uh, that Y of party was the end of 12 down. Bird, whose Latin root means dog, and I had C-A-N-A, and I was thinking, at, at one point I thought canard, but... <laughs> it's not a bird. Isn't it? No. <laughs> I thought it was a bird or some. I mean, I, I know that a canard is sort of something that you believe that isn't true, right? Uh-huh. Um, but I also thought maybe it was like a duck or something. <laughs> I don't think so. Well, I um, it is an unfounded rumor or story mm-hmm. or a small wing-like projection attached to an aircraft forward of the main wing to provide extra stability. Mm-hmm. This from the Oxford languages. Uh-huh. And then we have a, a French canard is a duck, a kind of wild or domesticated water bird. Oh. So I thought it had something to do with, with, with birds. Maybe they, maybe they, it's what they call them up in Canada since they're bilingual there. Uh, prob- <laughs> probably. Anyway, so I had canard, uh-huh. and then I thought, is it canard or is it canary? And then with the, with the party schools, mm-hmm. uh, resolved that issue. Yeah. The one below that, twenty seven across, major turnoff perhaps was a rest area. Right. You know, I was thinking it had something to do with interstates. Yeah, but I, I had exit ramp for a while, but it just didn't get me anywhere. <laughs> I just don't think a, a rest area is a major turnoff. I mean, it's just like, it's a rest area. It's uh-huh. not major. No. It's a minor uh-huh. turnoff. I don't know. Um, I don't know. And, and speaking of major, they had nine down. Ones wearing eagle insignia were colonels. Right. I was trying to work scouts in there. But... I, I was trying to figure out how to spell colonels. Oh. <laughs> so. Uh-huh. Another one that uh, I thought was maybe new was 40, 41 across, pinched pasta. Mm-hmm. Farful. Yeah. Farful. So I was fearful that I wouldn't get that, but I did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could I could picture and I'm like, oh, what do they call those? Bow ties. Bow ties. No, it's farful. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I had the sort of the end of it. They did give thirty eight a thirty eight down was sort of if you can say that there are any gimmies here, actually this isn't much of a gimme. Clatu's no. vehicle in the day the earth stood still. Not a gimme it was, for me. Yeah, it was three letters. I'm like, is it a car? Is it a bus? You know, and I it's like I don't know what Clatu was in, but mm-hmm. um come to think of it, that sounds like an alien name. Mm-hmm. And so UFO makes sense and I guess is correct. Uh-huh. I'm gonna have to go watch yeah. that. Yep. But I mean, just to give you an idea of how out of it I was for fifty-five across seems acceptable i put down the answer seems okay oh. 
And of course, I put deems okay. Okay. <laughs> turns out to be feels okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that L of feels turned into uh, or ran into 51 down buttonhole, essentially slit. Yeah. You know, it's funny because um, I had 59 across cuts, maybe. Yeah. I had slits there. Yeah. And then I went over, well, and then for 51 down buttonhole, essentially, I put omit. Because, you know, like if you buttonhole something, you kind of try to hide it, you know. So I'll, I, I'll take your word for it. Uh-huh. Um, but it turned out that's where slit was. Mm-hmm. And, and the cuts was the edits. Yes. Uh-huh. So. Uh, 58 across German news magazine, Der Blank. And it was Spiegel, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Is it I before E, or is it I had a bagel for a bit uh-huh. oh. <laughs> before eventually I sort of recovered." Uh-huh. Um, the clue for thirty down was what's real in tassiomancy, and that's or what's I'm sorry, not what's real, what's that's read right. in tassiomancy, and that was tea leaf. Uh-huh. So it's like, whoa, yeah. You know, I was like... Hey. I put that in and then took it out. I thought, you don't ever read a tea leaf. You read tea leaves. I mean, one tea leaf. Couldn't read much into that, but... Well... Anyway, <laughs> it was tea you, leaf. You read all of them, uh-huh. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, 23 across, a family might be unlimited. Or, uh, let's see, that was... Let me uh, let me just double check that. A families might, might be unlimited. Yeah. And that was data plan. Right. Uh-huh. I thought that was that was pretty good. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, yeah, there were just a lot of great clues. Yeah. But they were hard clues. Yes. I mean, they weren't things that just made you, you know, snap a word into your head thinking, oh, it's that. So, yeah. Uh-huh. One last one we should mention here, uh, eight down. And that was the annual competition that starts on the first Saturday in March. Mm-hmm. It did a rod. Right. And the reason I mention that is it is Friday. Yeah. And I thought for Fun Fact Friday, we could explore the Iditarod. All right. So grab your snowshoes, or, or more precisely, grab your um, dog sled. Oh. <laughs> uh, and this is from Wikipedia, the Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race. Um, the Iditarod, the Iditarod Trail Sled Dog Race, more commonly known as the Iditarod, is an annual long-distance sled dog race in early March. It travels from Anchorage to Nome, entirely within the U.S. state of Alaska. Muskers, sorry, mushers and a team of between 12 and 14 dogs, of which at least five must be on the tow line at the finish line, cover the distance in 8 to 15 days or more. The Iditarod began in 1973 as an event to test the best sled dog mushers and teams, but evolved into today's highly competitive race. Teams often race through blizzards causing whiteout conditions, mm. sub-zero temperatures, and gale force winds, which can cause the wind chill to reach minus 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh my goodness. A ceremonial start occurs in the city of Anchorage and is followed by the official restart in Willow, a city 80 miles north of Anchorage. The restart was originally in uh, Wasala through to 20, 2007, but due to too little snow, the restart has been at Willow since 2008. The trail runs from Willow up the Rainy Pass of the Alaska Range into the sparsely populated interior, and then along the shore of the Bering Sea, finally reaching Nome in western Alaska. The trail is through a rugged landscape of tundra and spruce forests over hills and mountain passes, across rivers and even over sea ice. 
While the start in Anchorage is in the middle of a large urban center, most of the route passes through widely separated towns and villages and small Athabascan and uh, Inupiat settlements. The Iditarod is regarded as a symbolic link to the early history of the state and is connected to many traditions commemorating the legacy of dog mushing. Wow. Yeah, so it's it's quite the story. And they talk about the fact that not only do people from Alaska participate, but um, they get people from, uh, uh, they've had competitors from 14 countries who have completed the event, hmm. um, including Martin uh, Buser from, from Switzerland, who became the first foreign winner in 1992. Hmm. So, must be quite the thing. Oh my, yeah. Um, the first woman to win the race was Libby Riddles, and that happened in 1985. Hmm. And in 1986, Susan Butcher became the second woman to to win the race. Mm. And she's won three more. Wow. So uh, I, I find it amusing that print and television journalists and crowds of spectators attend the ceremonial start at the intersection of 4th Avenue, D Street, and Anchorage, and in smaller numbers at the checkpoints along the trail. I bet by the time it gets down to minus 100, most of the media has gone inside. Yeah. <laughs> They've gone to the finish line. <laughs> There's probably a bar there. <laughs> we'll, we'll, just, we'll just leave the camera crew there to, yeah. to do the work and freeze. <laughs> We're the talent. We, can, we can't be bothered with this. Uh-huh. All right. Well, I think that is it for today, then. Okay. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, remember that this Tuesday we have got our Triplet Tuesday contest coming up. So you'll want to practice up for that. Yeah. Uh, the rules are going to be uh, as they were the last time we had the contest. You're going to play Triplet Tuesday at the same time as we are, except we won't announce the answers until the end, even if we get them on, on a shorter number of guesses. And then you'll email how many guesses it took you to guess all three answers and whoever gets the lowest score wins. That's right. Fabulous so, yeah. prizes. Fabulous prizes, <laughs> great swag, just amazing stuff in store. Uh, we'll have we'll have more details, but it's basically our Triplet Tuesday brought home to wherever you're listening to this podcast. Right. And that's it for today. We'll be back again with our cutting-edge analysis of tomorrow's crossword tomorrow. Bye-bye.